Hi family, welcome to the PIWC Accra podcast, where we are inspired, challenged and equipped to possess our spheres of influence with principles and values from the word of God, preached and taught powerfully by anointed and seasoned men and women of God. We believe strongly that this word will bless your life, so do not keep it to yourself, share it with someone you know needs to hear it. On today's episode of the podcast, we are certain that you'd be blessed even as you receive the ministration of God's word with open hearts. Now family, let's get into the word of God. Jesus is mine, my, 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 Jesus. Jesus is mine, Jesus is my Savior, Hallelujah. Long ago, there were three friends in the forest, and there were trees. And the first one said to himself, when I'm cut down, I want to be used to make a beautiful treasure chest. And I want to have golden earrings. I want to be decorated with all sorts of good stones. And the second one said, when I'm cut down, I want to be used to make a mighty ship as mighty as Titanic. And I want the best captain to sail me. The third one said, I don't know what to be used for. So a farmer came to the forest one day and cut the three trees down and took them home. He made the first one into an animal food box, the one that wanted to be a beautiful treasure chest. He was disappointed. The second one was made into a little canoe and he was also disappointed. The third one was made into plywood and left on the shelf for many years and forgotten. And he was also disappointed. But one day a man and his wife came to the house of the farmer. And when they got to the house of the farmer, they immediately took the animal food box and cleaned it well and placed their baby in it. And for the first time, the expectation of the first tree, what he expected, it has even been exceeded. Because he carried the most valuable thing in the world. And that was Jesus in the manger. The second one, the canoe. When the young man grew, he went to the sea one day with his friends. And they faced a fierce storm. And that storm, the captain of Israel's host and guide stood in that canoe and spoke to the storm. For the first time in his life, he had the best captain sailing him. And the one that was left on the shelf for many years and forgotten, 
A time came when this man had gone into the house of the ruler, has done nothing wrong and was accused for you and I. They pulled this plywood together and placed it on his back and made him take a long journey for you and I. He rested at a point and he was killed on it. For the first time, that tree that didn't even know what he'll be used for, found meaning and purpose. That tree we talk about, it is the cross. And most importantly, the man that laid on that cross, Jesus. These trees did not have meaning in life. No matter the circumstance, all that matters is that Jesus is with us. And that is what mattered to these three trees. It didn't matter whether they were a treasure chest or a ship as mighty as Titanic. But all they knew is that they carried the best in them. And the greater than Jonah and the one that is greater than King Solomon is here today. And he's here to speak to you. It is not me, but it is Jesus Christ. Father, we thank you for today and we thank you for your word. Father, speak through me and speak your word to us all. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. In Jonah chapter 1, verses 1, Bible says that then the word of the Lord came to Jonah, the son of Imitai, verse 2. Go to the great city of Nineveh and preach against it, because its wickedness has come up before me. Now God has called Jonah. And God is sending him to a place to go and preach the gospel and to stand for him. God may not call you like the way he called Jonah. But one thing I know is that God has a calling for each and every one. And that calling is in Matthew eleven twenty eight, 28, he says that, Come all you who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. That is a call because God is calling you unto himself. The call of God is coming to you. That you should come unto him, all ye who are weary and heavy laden. But let's look at verse 3. Bible says that, But Jonah ran away from the Lord, headed for Tarshish. He went down to Joppa, where he found a ship bound for that port. After paying for the fare, he went aboard and sailed for Tarshish to flee from God. There are many of us that may be running away from God. God has called you, but you are fleeing from him. But you know, just like Jonah, he paid to go against the will of God. There is always a cost to pay when we go against the will of God. Bible says that for the wages of sin is death. And that is the judgment and verdict that the devil has given. That we will all die. But let's not be like Jonah. We know the tragedy that befell Jonah. He went into the ship as he fled. He paid he paid to sin. Sin is very costly. Sin is very expensive. To run away from the will of God is very expensive and not worth it. God is calling you to himself and you don't need to pay anything. Bible makes us understand that the tragedy befell Jonah. There was a storm and the life of the people on board were threatened. Jonah spoke to the people and said they should throw him because he's the reason. Now, Jonah was swallowed by a big fish. And when the big fish swallowed Jonah, Jonah was in the belly of that fish that God had prepared for him. If you read Jonah chapter 1, verses 2 to 1 and 2, Jonah chapter 2, verse 1 and 2, you get to realize that the Bible says that God prepared. There are some of the tragedies that we go through. It is God's preparation for our own salvation. 
It is God that has destined that situation to occur just because he wants us to get closer to him. It doesn't matter what has happened in 2022 and the years past. We need to have a reflection of our life and see how has our relationship with God been. Is it God's call unto us? Is it a way of God telling us, come unto me, you who is weary and heavy laden? You have to heed to the call of God. We cannot be in church and we all sing and we all pray. But you know that when the call of God comes today and appears in the sky, you will not go. You are not deceiving anybody. You are deceiving yourself. Bible says that do not be fooled. That God cannot be mocked. That whatsoever you sow, so shall you reap. You cannot fool anyone except yourself. You may be able to fool man, but you cannot fool God. That's what Bible says. You cannot mock him. Bible makes us understand that Jonah prayed to God. God spoke to the tragedy. God spoke to the big fish to spit out Jonah. It is only God that can speak to that situation, no man. It's only God that can solve that problem and no other person. You may have used your might, you may have used your intellect, you may have used all your expertise, but it has failed you. It is simply because it is God's way of calling you back to himself. Bible says that from inside the fish, Jonah prayed to God. And the Lord heard him. And God spoke to the big fish. And the big fish spat Jonah out. Now when we read Jonah chapter 3 verse 1 and 2. Jonah 3 verse 1 and 2 says that, Then the word of the Lord came to Jonah a second time. You see, the word of God is coming to you the second time. You may have heard it severally, but you may not have given your life to Christ. You may have heard the call Maybe this is not the second time. This may be the hundredth time. But God knows why he's patient with you. God knows why he's, he's still keeping up with you. You see, God loves us all. God loves the whole world. Nineveh was not part of the covenant of Abraham. Nineveh was not part of the descendants of Abraham. But Nineveh benefited from the grace that God had promised. The salvation he had promised Abraham and his seed. You see, God, who is a God of grace and of justice, has not changed, even in the Old Testament and today. You see, the God that is gracious to all was gracious to all, even in the past. And God's nature has never changed. See, God loves you and I, but God loves every other sinner. The difference that a believer and unbeliever makes is that the believer loves God. Bible says that even while we're yet sinners, God loved us. For God to love you is something that is common, not to just believers, but to everybody that he has created, to unbelievers. So it is not just enough to cry that God loves you, but it is good to understand that you need to love him back. And that is what will set you apart from people of the world. And that is what God is calling us to. The same God that opened the ground for people to be swallowed has not changed. He's the same God of grace, but he's the same God of justice as well. We can know that Bible describes the Holy Spirit as a person of comfort, advocate, with all beautiful names. But later would you know that the God that does not need money for breakfast, lunch, and supper was able to kill two people who were deceitful to him because of money. You see, God that was in the past, his nature has not changed. His nature, just that some things that are happening may not have been recorded in our day. So we may not see it as it was recorded in the Bible. The Old Testament may have given time to explain these things of God's justice, but the New Testament may not have elaborated on it. It doesn't mean God's mind has changed or God's nature has changed. The God of love was still in the Old Testament. But today, 
God makes us understand something that he's calling you for the second time. He's calling you for the hundredth time. He's calling you for the fiftieth time. In 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verses 2, makes us understand that there is no better time to receive salvation than now. It didn't say today. It didn't say tomorrow. It didn't say in the next hour. It didn't say in the next 30 minutes. God says that we must accept salvation today. If you read the Bible, it says that for he says, in the time of favor, I have heard you. And in the day of salvation, I have helped you. I tell you, now is the time of God's favor. Now is the day of salvation. God didn't say this is the hour of salvation. God says this now is the time of salvation. Don't postpone it to tomorrow. Don't postpone it to, to next week. Don't postpone it to next year. Don't look to your right and look to your left. It is God that is speaking to you and is calling you back to himself. Now is the day of salvation. Now is the time of salvation. Tomorrow is not guaranteed. Tomorrow you may hear the gospel, but your heart may not be as soft and convicted as it is. And you may have to yield to it because you don't know what will happen in your path this year. Bible makes us understand that we need to repent in coming to God. Now how do we come to God? We need to repent and be born by the Spirit of God. Bible makes us understand in John chapter 1 verses 5 that no one can enter into the kingdom of God except he's born of water and he's born of the Spirit. That's what the Bible says. And Bible makes us understand in Acts chapter 1 verses 5 that truly John baptizes with water but in a few days you'll be baptized with the Holy Spirit. And Bible makes us understand that when Paul went to a certain group of people, he asked them, for what baptism have you received? And they said, the baptism of John. And he told them, for the baptism of John is a baptism unto repentance. And that is what God is expecting us to do, to have the baptism of water. And that baptism of water is a baptism unto repentance. Bible says, repent and believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. That believe in the Lord Jesus Christ to be born of the Spirit. But to be born of water is to repent. And that is what God is calling us to do. These two things, you see, the whole conversation of this sermon, there's only one part that you picked. And the remaining part, there's a still voice that is speaking to you. You may not have listened to the entire sermon. You broke at a point and something else was going through your mind. That is the Holy Spirit speaking to you. And that is the voice of God speaking to you wherever you are. And he's saying to you, you need to take that decision today. You need to take that decision now. So wherever you are, you could... Still make up your mind. To repent means to change your mind, to change from your ways, to renew your thinking, to be ready to turn away from the path of destruction and come to the path of righteousness. And that is what Jonah went to preach to the people of Nineveh. And those people repented even at the preaching of Jonah. But Jesus Christ has come to give us a better gospel. And he knows that the people of Nineveh in those days that repented at the preaching of Jonah will rise up against you in judgment. Because they didn't even hear the preaching of Jesus, but they heard the preaching of Jonah. And the king commanded that even beasts should not eat. Because he wanted the whole town to fast, including beasts. And they repented of their sins, and the Lord touched them. Now, Bible makes us also understand that it is the spirit that brings life. Bible says that the letter is killed, but the spirit brings life. God is going to give you life. Now, there's a story of a very beautiful couple. That were married for 80 years. And they were married for 80 years. That is somebody's lifetime. One day they went out together and the man was driving. And they, they bumped into a pothole. And their car veered off and hit a tree. They were rushed to the hospital. And in the hospital, 
they wanted to be by each other. So they were placed beside each other in the same room. As they were in the same room, they held their hand. But the doctor had come to check on the pulse of both of them and realized one was dead. This is a big tragedy to the couple. But there's something that reads the heartbeat of people that shows they are alive in the, in, in the hospitals. Now, when the doctor came back to the room, he realized that the monitors were reading life from both of the people. The monitor for the lady and the monitor for, for the man, they were both reading their life. And the doctor went back and checked them. And he realized that one was still dead and one was alive. But you see, life passed through the other one that was alive to the one that was dead. And the life was being read. Now, that's what Jesus does for us. We are dead, but he holds our hands, and he's the one who holds all life. You may be dead. You may say you have no capacity to live this Christian life. But Jesus says that don't let that be your border. Stretch out your hands to me and hold my hands, and Jesus will give you life. You know the name Jesus Christ, but you have no experience with him. You have no encounter with the Lord Jesus Christ. He's stretching out his hands to you. And he's saying, come, hold it. The thief on the cross held the hands of Jesus in the spirit. And he had life. Jesus said that today, I'll remember you in paradise. Jesus will remember you in paradise today. If only you are willing. He says, come all you who are weary and heavy laden, I'll give you rest. The Lord is calling out to you. Come and accept this Jesus. The time is not promised for tomorrow. It's not promised for the next hour. It's not promised for next week Sunday or next week Gospel Sunday. God is calling you now and He's calling you this very minute. That come and stretch out to Him and receive life. That in Him is life. He came to give life and give it more abundantly. Though you are dead in your sins, the Lord will give you life. And He will bring meaning and purpose to your life. Jesus is mine. Eternity is an individual decision. It's a decision that we need to take on our own. The Lord is also speaking to you. This message is still timely for you. And the Lord is speaking to you because he caused you to see it. And the Lord is saying to you that stretch out your hands to him and accept him. You may have backslidden. You may have wandered away. You may not have heeded his call. You may have just been a regular church member. But he's saying to you, I'm calling you, come, you who is weary and heavy laden. Now where you are, just say this prayer. Because you have believed in your heart that Jesus Christ is Lord. And you have repented and you have made up your mind you are going to change from your ways. Bible says it's with the heart that we believe and with our mouth that we make confession. And I believe that because you have believed in your heart, you are going to make this confession with me. And I'll lead you to make this confession. That Lord Jesus, I accept I'm a sinner. And I'm sorry for my sins. And I repent of my sins. I believe that you died and you resurrected for me. I accept you as my Lord and personal Savior. Help me to live this new life that you have given unto me. And help me to be consistent in this faith that you have started with me. I cannot go on this journey alone. But I can only journey it with you.
I am yours today. And you are mine today. In Jesus' name, I welcome you into the kingdom of God. Amen. Amen. Are you looking to find a place of worship where there is relevant teaching, heartfelt worship, passion and action toward the unsaved, constant prayer, compassionate care for the needy, and honest Christ-centered relationships? Then join us fellowship at the PIWC Dome at the Accra Technical Training Center, ATTC Kokomlimli Accra. Join our Miracle Dawn service every Wednesday, 5.30 a.m. to 7 a.m. and our Friday prayer meeting, dubbed Cry Out, from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. For more information, contact us on 0208-779-774-0277-144-128 and 0502-444-814. You can also visit our website at piwcacra.org to know more. And let's get interactive on all social media platforms at PIWC Accra. Thank you. Until next time. We pray that you would reach out by faith and receive everything that's yours through God's grace. You are blessed.